0: New York Times March 3, 1966 Eminent educators, including at least two deans of universities, prominent theatrical personalities, and officers of the armed services, all homosexual, have been the victims of an extortion ring that has operated throughout the nation for nearly 10 years. So brazen is the operation that in one instance, two gang members, posing as New York City detectives, walked into the Pentagon and walked out with a high officer in the armed services. The man, whom they shook down for several thousand dollars, committed suicide that night before he was scheduled to testify before a New York County grand jury. This was learned yesterday from the police and sources in the district attorney's office. It was also learned that more than a 1,000 victims had paid millions of dollars in extortion, with some individuals paying more than $20,000 to ring members posing as policemen. Only a small number of persons have been willing to sign complaints. District Attorney Frank S. Hogan announced last February 17th the indictment of 17 defendants on charges of extortion from homosexuals and reported that nine were in custody. At the time, he said the victims who had made complaints had given $15,529 to the gang. It came to light yesterday, however, that the report on the extent of the ring's operation had only touched the surface. With about 25 members, the ring worked with what are called decoys, or chickens, and phony policemen. The decoy would lure the victim to a hotel room, usually from a midtown bar, and get him into a compromising situation. Then, one of two things would follow. A bogus policeman would break in and threaten the victim with arrest and disclosure unless he paid off or the decoy would assault the victim and steal his money and credentials. The credentials would then be sent to bogus policemen who would shake down the victim at a later date. Mr. Hogan has said that the police and cities in various parts of the country had been asked to apprehend several of the men who had been indicted. To illustrate the scope of the operation, he explained that a New York businessman who had been beaten up in Chicago and had had his identification stolen there was greeted sometime after in New York by two bogus policemen who had his credentials. They said they were Chicago police and shook him down for $2,000. The quote-unquote police members carried fake shields and, in many cases, also had official police forms. It was reported that the police forms had been obtained from a New York patrolman who was no longer in the department. In one case, the extortionist put a leading New York narcotics seller in a compromising situation. That seller, now serving a federal prison term, had $11,000 stolen from his apartment, as well as $100,000 worth of heroin that the gang members threw into a sewer. One victim was a musician who has made numerous appearances on television. One currently is a partner in a well-known night spot, and another is a leading motion picture actor. Others included accountants, heads of business firms, an assistant principal of an Eastern school who is now living in the Midwest, a director of an art gallery, a trustee of a university who has since resigned, a number of professors, and a much-admired television personality. Some of the victims came from Canada and Mexico. When efforts were made to get the television personality to testify before the grand jury, he declined with the comment, I can afford to lose the money. I hope they die of cancer. The gang preyed on others besides homosexuals. It was said that bogus detectives carried out innumerable raids on policy banks, particularly in Harlem, and took hundreds of dollars from the bankers. Some of the policy racketeers who lost money to the thieves had reportedly testified before the grand jury. Over the years, it was explained, a number of the ring members have been convicted of various offenses, have served time in jail, and have returned to the ring. One source close to the inquiry said that it definitely was a single ring in which all the members were acquainted with each other, rather than isolated independent operations. Sources in both the district attorney's office and the police department confirmed a report that a number of other arrests were expected shortly. The extortionists hit nearly a thousand gay men across the country, and they take a total of $2 million. More victims are reported in the news. The head of the American Medical Association, two army generals, Admiral William Church of the New York Naval Yards, a Republican member of Congress from New Jersey, no surprise, a Princeton professor, a British producer, and two well-known American singers. The extortionists escort that congressman out of his Capitol Hill office to fly him home to get $50,000. They pull a surgeon out of the operating room. They even track down a nuclear scientist on the West Coast at his job, and when the scientist's boss walks in, he panics and says, these are his detective friends from New York. They'd like a tour of this highly secure nuclear plant, which they get. That scientist is invited to New York to testify against those bogus officers, but he refuses to even believe the officers were fake because New York police already have a reputation for blackmailing homosexuals. The stories continue to pile up. 17 indicted in hush money shakedown. Nine seized here in extortion ring. Three indicted here as sex extorters. Grab city cop as sex blackmail kingpin. Detective accused as top extorter. Blackmailer of deviants gets five years. Gets five years in extortion of homos. Blackmailer gets five years sentence in homosexual case. Lands at JFK, FBI is there. Blackmail paid by congressman. Two found guilty in Chicago in extortion of homosexual. More indictments due in blackmail case.